Yo, welcome to Gen Z money. Or is it Gen Z? I don't know, because it's funny in Australia, because it's like, is it JZ? No. J or G? It's JZ in, in America. JZ. Yeah. Anyway, welcome, guys. You can talk. Hey, yeah. guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm here with, um, with Maddie and Zoe, and we're, gonna, we're having a bit of a chat today about some money stuff. But this first episode, I think we'll start with Matt, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. I'll kick Sweet. it. So, what, like, in terms of money... Matt, what's the biggest thing that you think you've learned from your parents about money? Um, the biggest encouragement always is saving. Yeah. Of course, which is tricky for me because I'd love to just go and spend. So you, they've, they've told you about saving. Yes. But have you actually done that or have they told you how or the best ways to save? They have told me the best ways to save. Yeah. And how, how's that? Putting your money somewhere and keeping it there, which is my struggle to keep it there, is the biggest part. So, okay. So, in practice, they've told you to save. Yes. But you struggle to pull the trigger on that. Yes. Yeah. So, Matt, you're 17 years old. Yes. About to turn 18. Zoe, how old are you? 18. 18. So, if there's anything, Matt, that irritates you about money that your parents have told you, is there anything other than just save? Not too much because I'll go and my biggest probably spending is uh, food. So the other thing they'll obviously say is save your food or just make food at home. And do you have to pay rent at home or board? At the moment I have to pay a bit of board, yes. Yeah, nice. And what do you think you've learned about money on your very own without anyone else teaching you? It is so easy to spend. That's a good lesson, isn't it? It's a great lesson. Yeah. And if you had a younger cousin or someone younger, like a 10-year-old person, what would you tell them about money that you've, you know, that you'd want to pass on to them? I would have told them to start saving when they were about five or six. See, it's funny because we all want to save money and we all get told to save it. It's really hard to actually do, right? Yeah. So I think it's, we've got to learn ways to make it easy that removes us from that equation, right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Matt. You're 17 years old. Um, What are you doing for work, life? And all that stuff. So life, I'm now doing a Bachelor of Music in Newcastle and work at the moment, I'm doing support working. And what does your average week look like in terms of time spent? Yes, I'm at four days of uni. Um, I work for a couple hours on a Saturday and I'm every second Monday and then have life in between that. And how much do you, like, okay, if we can go a bit deep with you, like get real, like real talk. Deep. How much do you earn a week at the moment? I'm earning 150 at the 150. moment. And my goal is to get to 300. Yeah, sweet. And how are you currently managing your money? So I've currently set up a, a budget and I'm yep. now looking to um, follow through with that. We're getting to that part. Yeah. And how many like bank accounts do you have? Um, I've got four set up. Sweet. And how does that work when you get paid? How do you do your little budget? Um, so then my budget, um, I split up for the things I need. So I have a long term, which should be um, like, um, you know, wedding, house, etc. life. Yep. Jeez. Short term. Get into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Short term is um, like a car or something because I'm looking for a car at the moment. Yep. Um, and then I just have like um, gifts or um, spends like that because you've got birthdays coming up and it's always great when someone goes, well, share a present. Um, and then I just have my food because at the moment I spend a lot on food, which I shouldn't, but my tummy says otherwise. Yes, everyone's stomach should. So where yep. does your pay go into? Um, so my pay goes into my main account, which is just my open account. Which is the food one? 
Um, yeah, the food. Yeah, I'd say food. And are all those accounts with the one bank? Yes. Yeah. So what's your biggest struggle financially at the moment? Food. Food. And how much are you spending a week? Well, I looked uh, last month and overall was about 300 on food. Per week? Oh, no, 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 not per oh, week, over per, the month. Over so, the month. Yeah, per week would probably be 40, 50 bucks would be easy to spend. Yeah, sweet. And so you're getting $150 a week. Yep. It's a big chunk of your life. Yeah. yeah. And how much do you have to pay board? Uh, at the moment, I've just, I can either do um, 60 bucks or I can work around the house. So okay. I've got an optional there. Yeah, so. that's good. You'd just do the work, wouldn't you? Most weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's your biggest financial pain point or if there's something you want to chat about, what would that be? Um, at the moment, I want to look into getting into shares and marketing, but I want to be finding ways that I can still be getting income without having to do much effort on that point. Yeah. If that makes sense. Everyone wants that. Oh, yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. Have you read any money books or anything like that? Um. Not at the moment. My parents encouraged me to um, read uh, Kurtman. I can't remember the name. Barefoot Investors. That's right, Barefoot, Barefoot Investors. Yeah, yeah, so. sweet. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great that you've already started about that and getting engaged, but you really want to have a look at how much like to invest money for the longer term, basically. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Oh, and if you put money into your gifts account, does that only come out for gifts or do you yes. sometimes get a bit sloppy? I definitely get sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, so the number one thing I say is to somehow automate your money that, so it can remove you. And I think the first thing that I would probably do is that food account, set up a different bank account with another bank. So I've got one bank that I paid for coffee before with and each week I just put from my own savings money into that account. Yes. And that's the only account that's on my phone and I don't have access to the other stuff. So it stops me dipping into like my gifts because you've got the good structure here. You've got the different savings account that we just need to make sure that when you get paid the $150, you know, you might have, you know, if all your salary goes into the gifts account. So we'll just make an example. 150 goes into the gifts account. $50 automatically goes into the food account. So just automatically every week. You don't even have to do it. And then money automatically goes into the two other savings accounts. And then what you do, you're starting to remove yourself from the management of your money. Yes, for so, the long terms. Yeah. yeah, so that's kind of the first foundation thing that you need to start with. So, And then you want to get into investing. Well, what we need to look at is because from now, like your income's only going to go up, right? Yeah. You're targeting $300 a week, yeah. right? So what I would probably say a couple of things like have you had much thought and you might not have but are you happy to stay living at home as long as possible yes definitely during my time studying yeah sweet yeah sweet so what i'd probably say is we need to somehow get a system in place and as your income grows that system can be the same and what it might be in your situation and we can have a look at this later but just for the concepts just in terms of percentages we just break up every time you get paid, a percent goes into savings, a percent goes into spending, a percent might go to giving because I always tell people you've got to give some, save some, spend some and in that order and then a percent could go long-term investment. Yeah. yeah. So I'll probably start by number one, looking at getting, making sure that you've got a good system in place because you don't want to invest money into shares because you listen to the episode on My Millennial Money, the shares versus property, right? Yes. 
you don't want to invest money into the stock market or a share account and have to withdraw it because car regos come up or something like that. Yeah. And how much are you saving for a car? Um, I was planning to save around six. 6,000? Yeah. So would it not make sense, and I'm just talking out loud here, um, to not worry too much about saving for what was the wedding account and all that stuff? Uh, that was just more of a long-term, long-term. account. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but in terms of percentages, um, I think about this and I will be doing this, is to be putting more of a percent into the short term. Yeah, absolutely. So if that pops yeah. up, it's Yeah, and, and I'd probably just pick one thing and just smash it out yeah. and be done with it because then you get more of an emotional win. Yeah, it's not just a very slow process. Yeah, totally. So I, I'd probably challenge you, work out, okay, going forward, I'm going to put X percent or $50 a week, whatever's lower. Like if you have a low week, so it's not, you know, if you get paid $1,000 a week, we're not paying like over $100 or whatever into your spending account because we want to make sure our lifestyle doesn't grow with our income that crazily and um, and just work it on the percentages. And then as your income grows, you're already in the habit of using percentages. Just setting the foundations for your yeah. income. And then what we could do is set, as a start, 10% into the long-term. And then I'll challenge like the long-term stuff, whether it's buying a house one day, getting married, whatever that is, that's probably not going to happen for the next four to five years. Yeah. Like long-term. long-term stuff. Yeah. So any long-term stuff can be invested. Yes. So you can, if you Google like uh, micro investing apps, you can actually start with like $5 a day or $5 a week or $5 to actually start the account. And that could be a good start for you and just don't actually have a long-term savings account, quote unquote, just have an investment account. Sitting there. Mm. Yeah. And what, when, what type of car do you think you'll get? Well, I'm a musician, so I need a car that you can You need a take. wagon. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I need some space. Do you know what compound interest is? No. Do you want me to try and explain that? That would be awesome. Okay. So they say it's like the eighth wonder of the world. How many world wonders are there? Do you know, Zoe? No. No. I don't know. There's like um, the pyramids are a wonder of the world and it's the Machu Picchu or something like There's these... Big, actually, get that up on Google. Yeah, I know. And so they reckon compound. They reckon compound interest is the next wonder of the world. Okay, seven. Seven wonders of the seven world. Seven wonders. Yeah. What are they? Uh, so the Taj Mahal, yep. the Colosseum, uh, Chichen Itza in Mexico, Machu Picchu. Never been there. Never been there. Christ the Redeemer, the big statue. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Petra in Jordan. That's yeah, a great question. Wow. The Great Wall of China. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Wow. And then the Great The Pyramid Great Wall of, of Trump in America. <laughs> yes, that isn't there yet. <laughs> so they reckon, That's so there's good. seven wonders of the world. They reckon like compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Wow. So if, for example, and I've got my little calculator in the studio, oh, yeah. if you had $1,000 saved in the bank account and it was getting 2% interest a year, that would be $20 a year, right? That you automatically get. The bank pays you interest. Yes, what happens is next year you would have a thousand and twenty times two percent, you'd get two dollars fifty basically. So you get interest on the interest. Yes. So it's like a fungi, it just grows. And the more you have, the bigger it grows. So it compounds. Yeah. So that's what compound interest is. And the longer that you have money invested for the long term, the more you'll have at the other end because there's more of a chance for it to compound. 
So it's like interest on the interest. So that's like 101, welcome to school. That's what compound interest is. Thank you very much. Very enlightening. But the cool thing is, right, you might get 1.5% in your bank account compound interest. But when I was talking about before using like a a small share portfolio for your long-term goals, it might be up to 7 or 8% per year. So that's why I think in your situation, your long-term savings need to actually be removed from your day-to-day life and actually in a separate account. So you're not tempted, you know, if you want a new instrument or whatever in the short term, you've got to go and do a few extra chores around the house to not pay board that week to um, yeah, keep that money invested. So I think what you need to do is following today, you need to set up another bank account that's completely separate that you only use for food, fuel, entertainment. Yeah, everyday life stuff. Yeah, everyday yeah. life stuff. And that's it. And then you remove the other internet banking from your phone and don't have the other cards in your wallet. Because that's what I do. Yeah. And it's because I'm a spender because in the money system, you've got spender and saver and people usually sit at one side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a spender. So if it's Definitely in my- spender. spender. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if it's in my account, it's growing legs. Yeah. <laughs> so any other questions about anything? Yes, yes. Compound interest. Yes. So would you suggest setting up a bank account because how the bank pays your interest? Yes. Would you suggest setting up a bank account that just that interest goes into? No. So what you would do, you would literally just keep it in the one bank account. Yeah. So okay. um, I'll give you an extreme example, right? If you were really old and you were retired and you had like a couple of million dollars in a bank account, at that point you might say, hey, can you pay the interest from that interest account into that separate account and you live off the interest? So conceptually, yes, you could, but just while we're saving short term or just day to day, you would just keep it in the one account. Yeah. Or for example, if you wanted to, you know, be a bit cheeky or whatever, and it's like, oh, I earned $5 interest this month, I might treat myself. You could just withdraw the $5 and spend it or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So the way to make money, it's really simple. Do you want to know the absolute easiest way to do it? Yes. Come on. Categorically, set up a system that's automated and that removes you from the process, number one. Make sure you're 100% living on less than what you earn. So by setting up a percentage system, like we're always going to invest 10% into this account. And then if your employer is paying superannuation, you know that you're always living on less than what you earn, right? And you're investing the rest. Keep away from any credit cards, afterpay and all that stuff. Like literally it's old school and sounds dumb, but if you don't have the money, you don't buy it. Yeah. And then just make sure as your income increases, your lifestyle doesn't increase. Yeah. So for the last five years, my income's just gone up and up and up and up, but I've transferred the same amount into my, and I call it my blow account because the money just goes over there automatically, bought lunch before, I just blow it and I don't have to use my mind. Yeah. So that's kind of spend less than what you earn, keep out of debt, automate, systemate, and watch out for lifestyle inflation. And as a bonus tip... Um, try for the rest of your life never to have a car loan, just buy one with cash. Yeah. And if you do those basic things, yes, you might not be driving around in a brand new car like all your friends, 
but you will have more money and have mm. a stress less life or more less stress, less, less stress, stress life. Less stress, yeah. Um, and that's how you win with money. And all you do is you just do that for a long period of time and always have a goal as well because that helps. All right. Thanks for popping in. You guys stay hanging around because we'll do another episode right after this. Mm-hmm.